Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. My name is Dr. Linda Travelute, and we are gearing up for an incredible episode. We're going to be talking about what to do if your marriage is unequally yoked. And I'm joined by Rodney and Michelle. They are sitting right next to me. If you are watching us on YouTube, don't they look cool? Oh, man. <laughs> we are super well, cool. We, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, you know, used to, used to when you were, were trying to call somebody cool, I guess that's even a word anymore. We used to call them hipsters. Oh, yeah. But now my son, Luke, always corrects me and said, Dad, that's, you don't use the word hipster. Oh, it's not so what's the word it's now? It's not hip anymore. That's right. I don't even I know. I have no idea. We got to get yeah. Luke yeah, on. I guess we got to get a new term for hipster. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, it's not I, hipster. <laughs> I think cool will suffice today. You guys are cool. Uh, cool marriage mentors. And I, and I just love the idea that you dish out so many great tips and uh, help for folks that may feel a little lost in their marriage and with their family. I know it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite easy to feel defeated in certain right. seasons, mm-hmm. but the Winning Family podcast is all about helping them get some wins under their belt. Right, That's right. And we just appreciate right. you guys so much for for doing this. Oh, absolutely. We love to encourage and cheer people on and help people reach their potential, you know, because we've been there. It's not easy. It's not. You work through different seasons of life and some are challenging. And today we're talking about a challenging one. This is a big one. In fact, when I saw this on the list, I was like, whoa, this is huge. (laughs) This is huge. I I can't wait to to hear how you break this down. What to do if your marriage is unequally yoked. And, And, you know, let's just start out by saying the Bible uses this term unequally yoked and it, it, well, I'll just let you break that down, Rodney, how, how you would define that from a biblical perspective. And then the question is, what do you do if you find yourself in that scenario? Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you take it away. But before you do, let me just mention to our podcast listeners that there's an incredible worksheet that you can grab. It's called the six questions to shift your marriage. It's a great discussion starter. It's a worksheet that you can download. If you'll go to the winning family club.com. Did I say that right? Doublewinclub.com or the winning family.com. Either one. Okay. You think I'd, I'd have this down by now. That's okay. You can go to our Instagram or our Facebook page and just click on the link. That's easy too. The winning family. That's good. Whatever works. Yes. And, and speaking of Instagram and and Facebook, they want to follow you guys at the winning family, right? Yes. And then that's an opportunity for them to engage with you. Yes. Engage with the gauges. You guys will respond, right? Yeah, DM us. We would love to connect. We'd love to answer any questions. Um, I've often said Rodney should have a radio show where he just answers questions because I love to watch him sit and talk with people, with uh, parents and teenagers over the years. In fact, uh, he wrote a book called "What If If My Parents Knew. Uh, because he chatted with teenagers and they would write him letters and send him questions and things. And he's just so excellent at that. But we would love to connect with anyone and and have questions submitted to us. That's great. So do that if you've got questions or even topics for future episodes, because I know you guys are all ears. You can uh, DM them and they will respond. We promise you they will respond. Yeah. And we just want to make sure, as the old saying says, (laughs) we want to scratch where people are itching. So we want to make sure, too, that we are speaking into areas where people may be just either, A, they're just needing more insight or perspective on maybe hot topics or issues that bring concern. Maybe they're confusing or intimidating, you know, to maybe talk about. And then others that maybe they're just going through some difficult challenges 
you know, related to how to overcome certain things. And so we want to come alongside and again, just speak life and help and hope into them. And this is one of those topics that we're talking about today, because, you know, it's interesting in my world, uh, being a pastor now for over 20 plus years, you know, Michelle and I've been uh, in that role and, you know, you, you're exposed to so many different situations and, you know, it's amazing how prominent this issue and really this question comes up and it usually surfaces in a counseling situation yep. mm-hmm. where a spouse may be seeking out, um, really just advice or counsel on what do I do? if my husband or my wife is not a Christian, mm-hmm. I am, but he or she is not. Mm-hmm. And, and then as a result, it's like, because we're on two different pages, yes. we, we have two different value systems. Mm-hmm. We have two different, you know, um, prior sets of priorities. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the differences suddenly become a major point of, of conflict right. and friction. And as a result, um, I think what often is missing is there's a maybe a lack of intimacy because there's a lack of unity mm-hmm. in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And they may not even know how to articulate it sometimes, right. but they know that there is definitely a spiritual yes. element that yes. is just lacking. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. they're burdened, a lot of times they're burdened, they want to see their spouse, you know, have or share that same faith as they do. But it's like how how do I win him or how do I win her over? And, you know, it's easy. And I'm sure those who may be watching or listening may even struggle with, you know, some regret um, or feelings of guilt because this wasn't an issue that, that, that they didn't talk about and maybe they didn't prioritize on the front end of the marriage. So maybe they got into a marriage or jumped into the marriage relationship without ever really digging deeper mm-hmm. into these areas. Mm-hmm. But over time, it, it, it emerges and yeah, then and they, increases. And it may be exactly what you said as far as one is a Christ follower and one is not. And one also we've seen that initially they thought they were a Christ right. follower, but as they got into an intimate relationship and a marriage, mm-hmm. they realized that either that the person is walking away from their faith or their faith was mm-hmm. not grounded. Maybe they were putting up a front of, you know, this is who I am. But when you really get to know someone, even at a deeper level, it's not who right. they thought, you right. know, as far as when it comes to their faith. Right. And yeah. I've, we've talked with many, many, mm-hmm. um, you know, me personally with women mm-hmm. and that have walked through this and we have some amazing success stories too, you know, of what God has done in marriage relationships. Yeah. So I'm excited to dive into this topic. Yeah, and that word uh, unequally yoked, as you stated at the very beginning, Linda, is maybe a Bible term that sometimes is used. So somebody might hear that and they unequally, what are they, scrambling eggs? What are they, what, what are they talking about? <laughs> right, right, and I right, uh, right. got the good egg, and the good egg and the bad egg over here. Or like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because in biblical times, a yoke was like a wooden harness, if mm-hmm. you will. So in the context of farming, agriculture, you would take a farmer who would, you know, yoke up, if you will, two oxen. And so the yoke was, you know, designed in such a way to, to fit over the neck of those large, you know, animals. And so the yoke would fit mm-hmm. around the neck of both, you know, uh, animals. 
So you would have a certain type of animal, a certain size mm-hmm. and weight of that animal. And so therefore, they would be pulling, if you will, the plow. And so as long as they were walking and that, that yoke was placed on them, the harness was placed on them equally, well, then the, the weight, the gravity, if you will, the strength of those two large animals are pulling at the same time in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And so you have forward progress. And so, and it made it a lot easier for the farmer, you know, to be able to walk behind those large animals because they were equally yoked. But if you took two different kinds of animals, two different sizes of animals, two different weights of animals, so to speak, and you tried to put that harness over them, what would happen is, is that you would have two issues as a result of that harness or that yoke. One would cause one of them to be pinched or one to be choked. Mm. And that's what happens in a lot of relationships is that because they are not equally yoked on a spiritual level, what happens is, is that you have different sets of values, Mm -hmm. different sets of priorities. Mm -hmm. Therefore, over time, the marriage relationship gets pinched or choked in the sense that it's not fulfilling God's original plan and purpose. And it doesn't say that you should walk away from the marriage. God's not advocating that. Nor should any husband or wife throw in the towel and quit and say, oh, there's no hope. And so what I want to do today is really kind of unpack this. Uh, In fact, you might say, well, where's your evidence on this? You know, where where do you get that? You know, where's the Bible talk about that? Well, in 2 Corinthians uh, 6, verse 14 is actually where that... um, phrase comes from it says do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness and so again what that is basically helping us understand and i think what the writer the apostle paul was in his motivation was to give a warning to anybody who's thinking about a relationship that they may not be in alignment with So that goes back to the original question. Well, what if you are in a relationship? Maybe you have married someone that for whatever reason you realize maybe after the fact that they're not in alignment with you. So therefore you're unequally yoked. Mm -hmm. So uh, (laughs) many might say, help, I'm in that situation. And so today, if you're watching or you're listening and they're saying, wow, that is, you just hit the nail on the, in the, you know, the, What's the expression? Nail on the head. head. (laughs) That's where I'm at. You know, um, I'm in that current situation right now. And it's brought brought a sense of um, difficulty in our relationship because we're not seeing eye to eye. We're not on the same page. Mm -hmm. And that can go in what happens that translates a lot of times into maybe uh, just everything from our perspective, maybe even how we raise our children, yes. you know, what, what decisions we make, how we handle money, um, you know, all of those day-to-day practical decisions that two individuals are going to obviously work through, and especially in a, in a marriage relationship, those things will eventually over time start butting heads. Yeah, what, Be- what that is defined as really just kind of the basic principle behind it is that when you ha- ask Jesus to be Lord of your life, you receive the Holy Spirit into Mm -hmm. your heart and into your life. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Mm -hmm. patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, 
self-control, you know, that long suffering. And those are the things that the, the spirit wants to produce in our lives. And when we have him on the throne of our lives. So when you're filled with the spirit, it's like not filling up a gas tank with something. It's actually putting the right driver in the seat to <laughs> driving your that's life. Good. So that's where the rub comes. Yeah. I think, you know, is the difference between a life that is controlled mm-hmm. and filled by the spirit of God versus a life that is absent of the spirit of God, you know, just kind of to the basic core Mm -hmm. principle down below. If someone doesn't really understand that core principle, Mm -hmm. you know, and it may be that someone has given their life to Christ after they were married, you know, maybe a wife gave her life to Christ and then their, the husband is not a believer, Mm -hmm. you know, and she is feeling that unequally yoked. It may not be something that she chose ahead of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So what can folks do if yeah. in that situation? Yeah. Well, I love to be practical, especially in a very complicated and emotionally charged, you know, topic and conversation as this one is. I really because when you're when you're thrown into that situation, it's easy for your perspective and your emotions to get really overwhelmed and clouded. Yeah. So I like to kind of just break it down in a very simple way, but Uh, So let's just take the word help because Mm -hmm. that's where somebody might be, you know, asking right now is like, okay, well, help me. What do I do? Well, uh, looking at it from this perspective, you know, and I'm going to use a kind of a little acronym, if you will, to kind of serve as some framework here, but harness the help from others. So here's the thing. What I mean by that is get counsel, Mm -hmm. Uh, seek wisdom. Bible says there's multitude in excuse me, there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. Mm -hmm. So get advisors, get, get wisdom, allow people to speak into your situation Mm -hmm. and they're not speaking into it to judge the other person or to, you know, condemn or criticize, nor are you going to them looking for some glimmer of affirmation that I should throw in the towel and walk away. It's more of just help me to understand, help me to, maybe it's just having a listening ear you know, that you can talk to somebody about the situation. Because I think what happens is, is that, and I don't, if for those of you that are, that are listening, um, you may not be able to obviously see what I'm going to illustrate here, but if you're watching this on YouTube, kind of picture a triangle, if you will. And so at the top of the triangle, you have God. And at the bottom of the, both ends of the triangle, you have the husband and a wife. And so the goal is that both husband and wife are individually pursuing God but here's what happens a lot of times you may have one spouse that's pursuing God, but the other one is not. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, is that there's now a disconnect rather than you both pursuing God, but where there's oneness and unity. So you go closer to God, you get closer to each other. There's spiritual unity and physical unity that happened there and emotional unity. But at the same time, if one is pursuing God up here and the other one is not, it's easy sometimes for that spouse who's up top to reach down and try to pull the other one up. But in the midst of doing that, a lot of times we may find ourselves guilty of accusing or condemning or trying to manipulate or using guilt or whatever form, you know, of motivation that we're trying to get them to move up, you know, toward God. But in doing that, even with the best and most sincere intentions, sometimes can drive the other mm-hmm. person even mm-hmm. the opposite direction. Yes. So again, we need help for with somebody that can speak into those situations and kind of help help take things into context 
or help us put things into context related to the given set of circumstances. So I think it's just important that we don't try to navigate through it alone because we can feel spiritually isolated, Mm -hmm. which it can be a dangerous place to be. So surround yourself by godly people, wise people, and people who can help and speak into that. And then uh, the other thing would be just what I call exercise restraint. Um, And so what I mean by that is, is that Again, rather than belittling um, our spouse, uh, condemning them for not being what they could be or should be, or judging them, comparing them to this person or that person, just rather than going there, because I think all that's going to do is create more animosity Mm -hmm. and division. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do is we want to do everything we can to just exercise self-control mm-hmm. in that way. You know, keep, instead of allowing something to come out of our mouth, you know, hold back on that. And I think it's just, um, and that's that's hard to do. That's why yes. we need to do it. Michelle was just talking about a while ago, just rely on the Holy Spirit to fill us and to control us in that way. Another one is, is just live your faith. Um, don't just talk about it. So don't just talk about going to church if you claim you know, that you're a believer, then, okay, well, we'll go to church by yourself. Take mm-hmm. the kids to church, right. you know, read your Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and don't do it in a way that's not sincere and genuine either, right. but, you know, let them see you reading a devotional. Yeah. Let them see you praying. Mm-hmm. Let them hear your worship music. Yeah. Let them watch you go out the door with the kids to mm-hmm. go to church, mm-hmm. you know, because all of that over time, can can speak louder yep. than any words right. that we could say. The actions right. are going to speak louder. I love what First Peter three verses one through two says in the Living Bible. I'm going to. It says, if your spouses refuse to listen to you when you talk to them about the Lord, they will be won by your respectful, pure mm-hmm. behavior. Mm-hmm. Your godly lives will speak to them mm-hmm. better than any words. So I think, again, just being salt and light in our own home, in our own marriage, can be a powerful witness and testimony. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is pray, pray, pray. In yes. other words, don't ever, That's ever right. give mm-hmm. up. Don't stop praying for your spouse. And even mobilize other friends that can stand with you in prayer mm-hmm. and believe that God can change the heart, that God right. can change the ways. And I want to give a little quick testimony because we've shared, you know, we've, gosh, we've walked through this situation so many times. We actually had some friends of ours years ago um, who went through, I mean, they had been married for many years, uh, you know, children, multiple children, beautiful family, long story short, went through a very painful divorce. And, um, and they, they thought it was done. It was over. And uh, so they finalized, officially finalized their divorce, went through separate ways. But both of them were miserable. Mm -hmm. They were miserable being apart from each other. They thought that that was going to solve the problem, but they realized the grass wasn't greener on the other side. And so they begin in many ways to kind of regret the decision that was made. A couple of years goes by and, and they still remained close because of the kids and they tried to work together. One thing led to another. Um, they actually ended up having a meeting, and the meeting kind of went along the lines of, "What if we took it slow? And what if 
we gave it a second chance? What if we got some accountability? What if we started making some changes? And those what ifs started turning into some date nights. Mm. And those what ifs started turning into opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful story. Yeah. Get emotional to talk about it because I've seen this happen so many times. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing those what ifs suddenly turned into a meeting with myself mm-hmm. where they both came into my office one day and they said, What if we got remarried? They said, Would you be willing to remarry us? And I was like, Man. That's the greatest mm-hmm. honor, yep. you know? And I just want to say to any couple out there who is being pulled apart, I'm convinced, you know, what, what Jesus said in John 10, 10, the devil, the thief, has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And he wants nothing more than the wreck, your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. Yeah. You know, he, he wants to take everything good out of your life and out of your heart. And out of your marriage, he wants to rob that. He wants to destroy it. And, um, but Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and experience it to the full. And I think it's just a matter of only God could do something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, I believe in counseling and I believe in reading good books and I believe in going to marriage seminars and retreats and conferences. I believe in doing anything and everything you can. But there comes a point where only God can step in and supernaturally change Mm -hmm. the heart of a person. You cannot change your spouse. Mm -hmm. We we can only change ourselves. With God's help, we can only change ourselves. Mm -hmm. But only God can change the heart of our spouse. And so that's the reason why we just have to pray. We have to believe in faith that God can do what we can't and never give up. Mm -hmm. Don't throw in the towel. And you know what? Even if you did, you know, already decide... To divorce and you've gone your separate ways, you know. And again, there's that's a whole another podcast in and of itself. There, but the point of the matter is, is that if if you're still in that place of singleness, and your spouse, former spouse, let's say, has not remarried, then you know if there is a desire to rekindle and to reunite that marriage relationship that that has been broken. Well, maybe God could restore that. Yeah. And so, again, don't write God off. Right. God can do anything. So he's the God of impossibilities. And so we've we also just, seen some marriage situations where the spouse was was far from God and they're still in the marriage situation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. working through this this help <laughs> acronym. And um, but God it's just done miraculous things in their spouse's life. You know, yeah. he, they, the, the couple recently that I'm thinking of, you know, the, the husband was a Christian, but just really far from God mm-hmm. and just lacking in faith and belief in several areas of his life. And the, the wife was doing these things, you yeah. know, not giving up, just continuing to make her own choice to follow after the Lord. And God did an incredible work in the husband's life. And now the husband challenges the wife. So don't give up. Mm-hmm. You know, he, cha- he is the one leading and pressing the way in his yeah. faith. And it can happen in a year. Yes. It can happen in a month. Yes. Yeah. God can do miraculous things. So don't give up. That's yeah. it. Don't yeah. give up. Wow. What a, what a way to end the episode. Unless you've got more 
No, I mean, I what Michelle just emphasized is the key is don't giving, don't give up, don't mm-hmm. give up on God yeah. either. You know, and and God's timetable it may it may take longer than what you would want, yeah. but you know, in um, let me just say this, and as we wrap this up, at the because this can be very complex because yes. there's so many circumstances. Because again, somebody may say, well, what about abuse or right. what about pornography? What about an affair? What about this? What about that? We're not discounting any of those are all real factors. However, God can still change the hearts. That's right. Mm-hmm. He can, he can, remi- he can rebuild what has been broken. Um, God can do the impossible if we give him the opportunity to yes. do so. Yes. But both parties have to be willing to do that. That's right. So, but God can do it if we're right. giving the opportunity. That's right. There's hope and don't give up. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Thank you guys. This has been a very touching episode and we hope that you, the listener and viewer will share this episode because I guarantee you there's someone in your life that needs to hear this and it could possibly save their marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Save their family. So listen, if you'd like to have more of Rodney and Michelle's mentoring, go to the doublewinclub.com. You can sign up for 30 days of mentoring for free. What an incredible gift. You also get an opportunity to get the Double Win. This is uh, Rodney's newest book, The Double Win Eight Questions Everyone Must Ask When at Work and at Home. You can get that absolutely free for signing up for the mentoring program. And until next time, we want to encourage you to rate and review the podcast. Also, you can DM Rodney and Michelle on Facebook and Instagram. On the, it's called The Winning Family, yes. right? Mm-hmm. They'd love to hear from you. Any questions that you have, any comments, we'd love to hear how this podcast is touching your life. So until next time, thanks for joining us.